I'm Joan Hogan, and I'd like to welcome you to the Prairie Doc radio program. Rick Holm, our Prairie Doc, is in the studio, ready to answer your questions of a medical nature. Dr. Holm's specialty is internal medicine. He's a physician and patient educator with the Avira Medical Group Brookings. He's a clinical professor at the University of South Dakota Sanford School of Medicine as well. Sure, that's easy for you to say. <laughs> it wasn't very easy, <laughs> was it? Good morning, Rick. Good, good to see Good morning, you. Joan, and good morning, Bob. We must also not neglect to mention soon to be inducted into the South Dakota Hall of Fame uh. and also the recipient of the prestigious South Dakota Physician of the Year Award. Well, thank you very much. All Bob. of the above, and, and it's all well earned. Uh, Clean-shaven yeah. pirate captain. Yeah. Scourge, <laughs> of, <laughs> Lake, uh, scourge of Lake Ponset. <laughs> Arg. 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 <laughs> well, all of those good things. Good to have you here, Dr. It's nice to be here. Yeah. So I wanted to talk a little bit about the research project we're going to be doing. Make muscles move more. That's 4M. And eat correctly. It's For Me is the name of our project program. For Me. 4ME. Right? For Me. And it's all about for me. It's a program that we're designing to try to encourage people to to uh, exercise and eat correctly. But it's not just that. It's going to be a group therapy of 12 people at a time. And we will actually do this in a way where we're going to have a research study to see if it, we can make a difference. And as we were by making a difference, make a difference in their health. Right, make yes. a difference in make their health. Yes, make a difference in the, the they are any uh, person over seventy. Right? right, we have we were going to pick people who are overweight, and we were going to pick people over uh, sixty-five. And so, how heavy and how many people are over sixty-five? And you can't bias it toward my practice, right? You had to say the clinic. Or you had a broader group. So we, uh, w- as we were exploring this, we had too many people who were greater that who who had a BMI of 30, or too too many people had a BMI of greater than 35. And if we just went after 65, we had too many people. So we dropped it to just people 70 or or older. And actually, the long and the short of it is, um, it's we we have 2,300 people who were sent a letter of invitation uh, and those and actually we would take anybody who's 70 or older doesn't have to be our clinic it could just be anybody 70 or, uh, years of age if you'd like to participate in this research study you certainly can yeah and the number we have for you is 605-697-9551 but I can tell you this that we've had two days of people calling in and we close at 100 and we already have 40 people. Isn't that wonderful? The letter only went out two days ago. I was telling Dr. Holm, we had a meeting earlier today, and I said, I've had a number of people comment, what's this deal with Dr. Holm and Teresa Binkley, and, and what's going on? And I said, well, did you get the letter? Did you read the letter? Yeah, yeah, well, we just mm-hmm. want to know more. Then call Teresa. There's a number there to call Teresa and if you want to know more. I thought the letter was pretty self-explanatory, except... You and I have talked about it so much. Of yeah, course, it's maybe. explanatory to me. But people want to know, when is the program actually going to start? If I sign up for it, so, when will it start? So um, it's going to gradually start over the next three to six months. Okay. So we have some people coming back in January that will probably be able to get into it. 
Um, and there's some people that are gone in the, in the winter, so they probably wouldn't work if it, they're going to be gone in the winter. If they're going to leave, you know, in November, it's not going to probably work. We're going to probably get started into September. And it takes about an hour to, to, to be measured. We'll measure your strength, your 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 balance, your your. And that's a hundred people to do that for, so that's right. quite a few. So it's yeah. going to be a uh, a bunch of people, and we will do this, uh, uh, and they each need to take about an hour to do it. So Teresa will get started, I think, the last week of uh, August on her bus. She'll bring the bus into the clinic. You'll see the cl- her bus there. And then she'll be doing enrolling people, and then we'll be starting sometime after Labor Day, groups of 12 at a time. Uh, and then uh, we'll be, it'll be a three-month uh, program. Now, it may be that uh, it'll take more than three months to get you finished. You know, you're going to want to have the three-month. We've got 12 um, teaching programs of diabetes or of, 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 uh, of uh, eating correctly. And um, and then when you're done with three months, we're going to remeasure you. And then when you're done with the program, three months later, we'll remeasure you again. My thinking is, and then we'll remeasure you in a year. But of course, Teresa says that that's a lot of measuring. <laughs> so <laughs> when you uh, said she has her bus, she has a bus. Uh, they have a very low low voltage uh, X-ray machine that will X-ray and note the amount of fat and muscle. And we'll be and it's measuring. on the bus. So is it a, uh, a Vera bus? A it's, no, it's a SDSU, oh, SDSU research bu- bus. Oh, all right. Didn't know they had Ethel one. Esten, Eth, Ethel Martin. Austin. Austin right, Martin right. program. Okay. And, uh, you know, Teresa is um, a PhD. Uh, Bonnie Specker is her counterpart. The two of them are, you know, all sorts of trouble. You know, they're just... They're, they're very wonderful. talented women. They, for that, <laughs> and, uh, they are truly talented women. And so women. we're going to be, you know, we're going to be, um, you know, we, I've been working on the dietary part of it just lately and looking at the calories that are in the foods that we eat, you know, and that's been a real learning experience for me. I've just had a great time learning about that. You know, there's a meal, um, there are more than, you know, almost every fast food uh, place has a, a meal that you know has more than 2,000 calories in it. And, and that's one meal. That's one meal. And, and that's usually your intake for a whole day. That's, that's right. I had people who actually lost weight with a diet, um, and they had to eat in the 800 calories per day category. <laughs> that's how they lived. But the point I'm making is that we're not looking for people to lose weight. We're get looking for people to get in shape. And we're also looking for them to not eat so much. If, you know, there's some data to say that heavy people eat less than thin people. So whoever it is, you know, we're looking at having you look at not eating so much. One friend mentioned the letter, and she said what really caught my eye on the letter was you're going to work on balance. And she said, I know when you get older, balance is so important. I would sign up just for that. Yeah, well, it's interesting. That's exactly right, too. What we're looking at is whether uh, this research from this Germany group, this uh, they have some exercises that uh, uh, portend to. reduce falling uh, because 
people fall to the side. They don't fall forward so much. They do fall backwards occasionally, but it's side falling that's a big problem, and they are looking to strengthen your side-to-side strength muscles so that you don't fall from to the side. And they think that 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 particular kind of an exercise would enhance your ability not to fall. And give you better balance, right. So if you are, let's say you're exercising a a whole bunch. I mean, I've I've been interviewing people uh, uh, all week, or well, yesterday and and the day before. And uh, the question is going to be, well, I'm already doing five days of walking. Do I have to reduce the amount of walking that I'm doing? No, we would ask you to exercise more, not less. So if you're already doing this, we're going to be asking you to add to it or at least maintain. And let the group therapy be part of this. You know, our government and Medicare and our insurance companies will not pay for group therapy. They don't pay for it, except for very stringent uh, diabetes. They'll pay for one-on-one, come in with a sore throat, but they won't pay for a group therapy. And so... My sense is one of the messages I'd like to give uh, after this is to say, in your face, CMS, you know, Medicare, see this, look, people were benefited by it. You know, pay a little bit. Help uh, with group therapy, right. Yeah, but when you're talking about cost, there is no cost to the people in this participant. No, no, there is no cost. So don't worry about it. It, it doesn't yeah. cost you anything. If they have a problem and we address it, Well, then, then it's going to... They may have to go to their own doctor, then the cost comes in, right? right? Yeah. Okay. Well, they're very interesting. I think you already have 40 people signed up in two days. I think it'll fill pretty quickly. So if it, you receive the letter, you're interested, be sure to call in. Even if you change your mind in a week, but at least call in so they get your name on that list and you're not, sorry, we're full, we don't have room for you. On that note, we're going to take a break and we'll be back right after these words. Welcome back to Prairie Doc Radio. I'm Joan Hogan. Dr. Rick Holm is here in the studio. And if you have questions of a medical nature, why not give, them a, give us a call at 692-1430. We'd be glad to take any question you might have that's concerning you about medicine. And I'm going to repeat the number that Dr. Holm just gave uh, at the onset of the program concerning the South Dakota Research Project that he's involved with Teresa Binkley and Bonnie, uh, Bonnie Specker. For me, the For Me Project. For Me Project, and the number is 605-697-9551. So if you call that number, you might even get a machine to say they'll call you back, but whatever. You'll be you'll be contacted if you call that number, 697-9551. So, so much for your well, For Me and Research we're gonna, Project. And we're going to fill, so I, you know, it I will just, fill. I feel It's bad. exciting that the... Uh, the response was that immediate to the program, too. I'm very and, happy know, for you. We have 70 to 95-year-olds in it so far. So. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> Every <laughs> age. Oh. And you'll break it down into groups, which is kind of interesting. I have too. a group of Arlington women that exercise regularly together. I've got the whole crew. <laughs> That's great. That's great. I mean, it's, just, it's been fun to, to um, interact with these people, you know, because I have to call them and talk to them about Park you. That's a that's a standard. Make sure you're not having chest pain when you exert yourself, or if you do, at least it's a reasonably controlled one. And you know, I think if you look at it, uh, for the most part, the people who you know need it are the ones that should be doing this. And um, 
almost more than the ones who are healthy. Well, I kind of like the healthy ones because they their enthusiasm will get we'll infectious. Get. Um, that's an infectious disease, you know. They'll it'll spread the to this group of people who. Spread. I had a bunch of them say, "I just need to have some. I just need to get moving. I just I, this will do me some good. I really need to get moving. I know I should do this." And just the group that will and, help them move along. And if you think about it, all of the pills in the world do not hold a candle to the value of uh, of lifestyle change. A regular exercise program is probably the most healthy thing there is, and you just can't. There's no pill that'll do it. That'll match it. Okay. Well, while you were talking, we did have a caller with a question, and it's talking about kidney failure. The caller would like you to address the five stages of kidney failure, but also wants to know how common is kidney failure for men in their mid-60s? Right. So, you know, it's in the 1% to 3% kind of a thing. You know, a percentage of people will, will develop kidney failure. Some people do it because they have a familial tendency. You know, they have, um, they have cysts, polycystic kidney kind of a problem, or... Some people will have an acute uh, immunological problem called acute glomerulonephritis, and their kidneys will be destroyed by your, their own immune system. Sometimes their kidneys will be destroyed by chemicals and uh, hypertension, or maybe hypertension is a result of the kidneys failing from unknown. Now, a lot of kidney failure is we don't know why the heck your kidneys are failing. But probably the biggest reason for kidney failure is diabetes. 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 Okay. So I had a patient who's recently passed away. Didn't die from kidney failure, but he was coming upon his need for dialysis. He he was, um, you know, you can talk about the state five stages of kidney failure, right? I'd never <coughs> heard that term before. Well, obviously, I'm, I know nothing about those, kidney failure. Those are those are the numbers that. Nephrologists like to put on it, but you know what it really means is you have a little failure, yeah, very little failure, kind of some failure, a medium amount of failure, <laughs> a moderate amount of failure, and a lot of failure. <laughs> I mean, that's about all it is. Is it yeah. just it? Your kidneys are coming to the point where you're failing. They're not I, functioning. The way I I kind of look at it is it's creatinine is the best measurement, and when the creatinine gets to five or six, you're in trouble, and when it's ten, you're, they're not working. And uh, when you're two, that means you've lost about 50%. Can you and when you've got one, it's normal. I don't know what So creatinine is, is a measurement of, of a, uh, a normal thing that's in your body, and a normal creatinine is one, right? But when creatinine starts to climb, uh, you know, you're, in, you're getting into trouble. When it is two, you've, you've lost about 50% function. And many people who are in their 80s or 90s will, you know, they've just kind of burned through their kidneys, but they have enough. And their creatinine runs two. Um, if so, your creatinine is running one or two, is there any way you can switch that? Yeah, so I mean, it? and so what happens is then it, then it fails. Well, I mean, people, this friend of mine uh, whose creatinine was four, which was, uh, he's, he's, he's getting down to a 10 or 20% function and his why have we not done something about this and I said you've been going to the nephrologist for three years you know I've been watching this 
The problem is we, there's nothing to do except try to control the diabetes, and we don't know for sure that that stops the progress, the progression of it anyway. You know, the, uh, what do you do? You control your blood pressure to a reasonable amount, but if you drop the, the, the blood pressure, the creatinine's going to climb some because it's not the high pressures, which are destructive, are not pushing it through the kidneys so much. So that's a hard one. Um, if you have edema, a swelling in your ankles because your kidneys are failing, and you try to reduce the edema with diuretics, it worsens the creatinine. So you're, you're sort of darned if you do and you're darned if you don't in, 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 a, in a whole balance of those things. And my conclusion is that uh, what I do to try to prevent renal failure that is going to happen um, is I try to avoid toxins. The toxins are oftentimes the kidney, the pain medicines, Tylenol, Advil, Aleve, you know, ibuprofen, naproxen, all those all those pain medicines are toxic. Uh, certainly, a lot of supplements can be toxic. So I would just avoid all, all supplements. Um, a third thing that can be uh, toxic is, you know, the mineral, the, um, the, the uh, chemicals that are in our environment. I'd avoid any of the chemicals that you can. Then I'd try to control the blood pressure to a reasonable amount, but not too much. In other words, 130 to 140 systolic. And, um, and then I would do my best to get my diabetes as well controlled as I could. And then Hope there the you go, baby, because that's about all you can do. So w w this caller asked if how common kidney failure is for men in their 60s. Yeah, 1% to 1% to 3%. So that's not very high. It's not a huge No, amount. that's not a big percent. But it's it's a, 1 to 3%. But if you if were in a 1 to 3%, one to 3%. It's, it's really big for you. I realize that. But it's not 20 or 40% or anything. If you're diabetic. Then it's higher. It's way higher. And, uh, you know, 20%. And so, I mean, you know, that you've just realized that. Uh, and a little bit of diabetes, that's the real bugaboo about diabetes. You know, you lose your kidneys. Sometimes when your, your, your sugars are just a little bit up. Uh, and then there are people whose sugars will just go high and they'll hang in there high and their, their kidneys, kidneys do are just fine. fine. So we don't really have I, a clear I don't answer. have a real handle on that. You know, the, wh when I'm trying to control diabetes, I know full well that if you can control it with metformin and exercise and lifestyle, by golly, you know, you're doing great. You start messing with insulin, then you've got to be careful not to over control or you'll kill people from too much insulin. And so it's, it's a, a hard tough deal, tough deal. deal to live with. Well, we're going to take our next break. We appreciate that call. We'll get back right after these words. Hi, welcome back to Prairie Doc Radio. Joan Hogan here. And I was just during the commercial, it, it occurred to me to ask Dr. Holm the one comment he made on helping toxins. people are the toxins. And there are toxins in uh, meds to take. In the, the environment, yeah, you know. So let let's 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 look at the meds that we take. Um, there, for the most part, your doctor should be very aware of those and balancing them. And it's a tough deal, but you don't want to lower your blood pressure too low. And uh, you know, here there's a drug called metformin. That is, uh, this is a very complicated one, okay? Because the standards say you shouldn't use. Um, metformin if your creatinine is greater than 1.5. I mean, that's what it says on the directions, right? Well, 
that doesn't show there's and I just read it again there's no data to say that that metformin causes your kidneys to fail faster the data is shows that it does not not in fact it helps you control your diabetes and if it's the best drug we have for diabetes but if your creatinine is greater than 1.5 then you lose that drug then you've got to start messing with all these others which are terribly hard on you so it's it's hard to know what to do when the government say, or the when the rules say 1.5. In fact, it makes me think that the pharmaceutical industry wants you to stop the metformin because they go because it's dirt cheap, the best drug and it's dirt cheap. They want you to go to the their expensive drugs. expensive drugs, drugs right? Uh, that's being paranoid. I you know, uh, but the whole point about it is is metformin is one of those drugs that you may uh, be careful with, but you've got to be careful with it. But it doesn't mean that you need to stop it. And, and so that's the take-home message on medications. What other toxins are out there? Uh, the toxins out there uh, are, are silent, hidden. I think the chemicals that you use in the kitchen, there's some data that say that they may be worrisome. Uh, they are, uh, the, the, um, the, the, certainly the medicines, the insecticides and the, 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 the things you spread on, lo- on lawns and spread on, on crops, you've got to be really careful with those. Uh, and, uh, and it's not just, you know, kidney failure, but it's your bone marrow and it's your neuro- neurologic status. Uh, you know, and we worry about inducing Parkinson's disease and so on and so forth. So I think it's appropriate to try to avoid toxins in our environment. What about aluminum? We get exposed to a lot of aluminum. I mean, if you cook with aluminum pans, you have a ton of it. If you're ta- you've taken Maalox or Mylana, you have had a ton of it. A thousand gallons of that stuff have been taken by people who, before we had uh, the pills that we have for ul- ulcers now that are so effective, we just used to pour it down people. Uh, so tiny little bits of aluminum that you would get from your and from your dental work is not a danger. Um, uh, about the the amount of mercury that you get in a vaccination it's so microscopic you get that if you eat a fish of any kind from anywhere uh, so uh, I think that there's a certain amount of care we have to take in eating a lot of fish uh, because there is certain toxins in fish if you look at the toxins um, uh, in uh, supplements, there's a concern, and that's one of the things that I would be very careful about. Certainly, uh, supplements from China. I would uh, I wouldn't take a supplement um, that is uh, a Chinese herbal remedy of any kind. I'd avoid them like the plague because uh, any of the complicated problems that you see from toxins seem to be coming. From, a lot of those have been coming from uh, Chinese places. So, uh, you know, and and that's. Uh, there, there it is. Uh, I think there's a fair amount of, of uh, toxins out there, and you just have to be aware of it uh, and the potential. The, the, the nephrologist, the kidney specialist who was on my show a year ago, said our biggest toxin is Tylenol. And um, that scared me because I've prescribed a ton of Tylenol for people. And I think the, the so what do you do for pain? You know what I mean? And the answer is stay active. You know, try to you know it's just hard and uh, be careful and use things in a balanced way if you take pain medicines take them 
as needed, not regularly. Alcohol for the liver is not a major issue. Um, and unless you're drinking um, uh, uh, weird kinds of alcohol, you know, moonshine alcohol. Bob, that's, you're thinking that's you have not a, a good No, thing. actually, my motion was for water. Should you drink a lot of water to flush the stuff out oh, of your oh, kidneys? Oh, oh, yeah. Actually, if, you're, um, if you've got kidney stones, a lot of water is a good idea. Uh, if you've had kidney stones, that can cause uh, renal failure and kidney failure. Uh, and but but I don't think there's a ton of data about tons of water if you're healthy otherwise. If you drink moonshine, you won't have kidney stones because you probably won't have kidneys anyway. Well, you won't have any brain, so no. you don't care about them. You'll yeah. be done, done. <laughs> Talk about done. We have to take our final break. We'll be back right after these words. Welcome back to Prairie Doc Radio. Happy to have you listening. The caller who called in with the question on kidneys really helped this program. You know, we discussed it quite a bit and learned a lot. The um, toxins, I just wasn't, I knew toxins were a problem. And I think a lot of the illness in the past 50 years are that we're exposed to so many more toxins than we would have 50 years ago. Yeah, I mean, and you think... um, you know, I'm so ignorant. I mean, I'm, this is just off the top of my head. So, I mean, you know full well that I'm missing a bunch of things. But I will say that, uh, and I changed my opinion on a, b- a variety of things. Um, ancient Orange is one of them. I, 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 I've been a little skeptical about that. Ah, somebody's looking out for something. What you know, the t- truth is. They were hurt. They were hurt? They were really hurt there's, with there's, the that's Orange. A, there's toxins in that in that um, mm-hmm. stuff so uh, something funny. like um, almost a half of all of the Vietnam vets are dead now I mean they came home yeah you know even um, I don't know the company now that sprays grass so you're weed free and all that and wonderful grass and they come and spray the yard the neighbors used it for a couple of years and every time they sprayed I was sick I just, I am so sensitive, sensitive to, things, to that. What, and there are toxins that are in there. It just makes me ill. Well, really and, and you know, uh, it's, there's a lot. Well, we're running out of time. We are running we? out of time. Uh, but tomorrow night on your TV program, you're going to talk about supplements, facts, and fiction. That should be interesting. It's, a, it's an interesting show. It's one of my favorites. And uh, there's a lot of uh, fiction out there. So I You'll mean, find out a lot tomorrow night, right? Get a okay. look at that one. That one should be seven of o'clock. Value to South you. Dakota Public yeah. Television, and we do hope you've enjoyed our Prairie Doc Radio program, and we'll listen again for Prairie Doc, brought to you by the Avera Medical Group Brookings. As always, you can hear and see more from Dr. Holm online at prairiedoc.org. Thanks for joining us today. Thank you, Rick. Thank you, Joan, and thank you, Bob, and stay healthy. Now.